My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. It's Geek Stuff, TNG. What the fuck is a reboot? We're gonna be rolling out a lot of new things. Where the stars in this piece of shit? Oh, are you? I am the sandwich. No one of consequence. You can find me on Xbox at Fat Dumbledore. <laughs> you know what keeps going through my head? Where's my sandwich? To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am West Coast. How the hell did I get roped into this? Show me what you got. Scotty, beam me up. The force is strong with this one. And I am Big Kev. Hail to the king, baby. Yo, that kid Monty is fired. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. And here we go. So not only does it take me a year to get him to play with me, but he's got the Mando skin and I've got the Boba Fett skin from the Mandalorian. And that's what I'm telling everybody it's from and not from Book of Boba Fett because that that show sucks. Um, And so he and I are finally playing and we are brilliant as a team. Brilliant. As a team, once we sorted out the mic issue and we did, we were doing spectacular. Yeah, I know it's against fourth graders, but that's not the point. The point is all of our cumulative sort of playing together of these third person shooters, GTA five and uh, uh, Red Dead Redemption two, along with, you know, our friends, uh, cousin Dave and mumbles and the whole gang. You know, when we were doing the heists and all these things, that we, and we were just learning how to play well with each other. And now here we are, we're in Fortnite, and we're just an amazing team. And we're having, we're having so much fun. And we're like, yeah, all right, go left. All right, go. Right. We're moving like a unit. You know what I mean? We're moving up slowly, and we're covering fire, and we're doing all this shit. And, and, and that was once, and he hasn't played with me since. And that was immediately following last recording. Immediately following the show last week. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, yeah. Oh my. And I was just like, this is so much fun. Let's play again. And he's just like, no. I mean, it. today's a holiday, right? So he had the day off. Could have. Uh, I didn't have the day off. You don't, you don't get President's Day off? No Washington's birthday? No. He I for a Japanese company. Oh, Korean. Geez. So just saying. No, no, excuse, no excuse whatsoever to not play after this program. So on that note. Let's get into this program because it could be a little stretchy because we are in the midst of Toy Fair. That's right, Toy Fair 2022. And by Toy Fair, I mean not Toy Fair. What I mean is companies going, well, since there's no Toy Fair, we are just going to shit new product all over the internet in the good way. I mean, when shit is good. Shitting new product all over the internet. No, no, not shitty. No, shitting, shitting. It's shitting. Shitting. Yeah. You got to get the gut in there. Shitting, not shitty. All right. I think that's the episode uh, title. 
So welcome to uh, Geek Stuff TNG. We uh, want you to follow us on all the social medias. That is the Facebooks, Twitters, Instagram. You can find us at Geek Stuff TNG on all those places. You can even interact with the show by giving us a call on the GVM line. 201-730-2547. Or you can send us an email if you'd like. At geekstufftng at gmail.com. And if you really want to participate in the show, follow us over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash geekstufftng, where for a dollar a month, you get access to the show's private Discord server, where you can chat with members of the show. For $3 a month, you get the early bird special, so you get the show and the prep sheet immediately following recording, basically as soon as we finish, I finish putting some editing touches on it. Uh, for $5 a month, it's the bonus round where you get the sandwich shop weekend bonus show, and on the 1st and the 15th, you get the vintage episodes of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, where I actually just found a, a great clip today. Ooh, the oh. lolly. So I got that from episode 74 lolly. That is executive producer OG there when he gets excited. Um, yes. And then for $10 a month, you can uh, watch all the craziness as we record live on Instagram. That's it's cool. a good spot for Oodalolly. Oh. Oodalolly. Yeah, they... there's so many bits we have now. So you just doing this, it could be anything. It could <laughs> be The Rock. I it know. It could be Oodalolly. It's my own fault because I need a soundboard. If you I had one, it would be fine. Yeah. Meh. I got people for that. <laughs> an unpaid producer for that. Unpaid producer. What right. do you think of the I new... unpay you for that, Scott. Exactly. I know. I, I was still laughing the other day about uh, Dom's line. He said, do what, do what you're not paid to do. <laughs> what, what, right. What, He's funny. Yeah. Hey, Dom, what do you think of the new drops? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you think. You, you got to play along with the bit. You have to at least start talking about I, something. Because I can't tell when you're going to do it. That's the <laughs> this, thing. You've genuinely you know asked what? my opinion. You know what it reminds me of? You know what it reminds me of? When, oh, when it reminds me of it reminds me of the Firefly bit with OG. When OG finally got to the point where he's like, I'm not fucking saying it. And then he would just say anything else but it. Like he would say Serenity or he would say that show or, you know. Because he just like he got got so many times that you know he was like no, not not doing it anymore. That's what it's like. You, you know but, what it was? The D and D bit has trained me now for when you guys set me up for anything. It's a bit. <laughs> it's always whenever whenever we talk to you, I, I it's am a, the setting up a bit to use bits now. <laughs> and it's like it's like it's like the keyword is usually right, Dom. <laughs> what do you well, think, guys? Sandwich. <laughs> but I also so while I was making that one, I went and found this one. It, this was from a much later episode. This is, I think, episode. I don't know exactly where this one came in, but I finally found. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Biz Legends box set. Stupid fucking garbage! Why? Why? I might need to shorten that down just to stupid fucking garbage. Why? Why? Um, but I like that one a lot. That one. Am I going to need that one in the second half of the show when we do product and toy fair? I'm not sure. You may. Yeah. You know, or just just spam like stupid fucking garbage. Stupid fucking garbage. Stupid fucking garbage. Stupid fucking garbage. <laughs> there, there's the there's not. I wish there was more stupid fucking garbage. There just isn't right now, anyway. Which is a good thing. Yeah. We, we like less garbage and more stuff we can spend our money on. This is true. Yeah. So should we do some news before we jump into Toy Fair? Sure. And with that, folks, we'll bring this week's episode of shit on sandwich hey mr tom holland is in two out of five of the top uh actually two out of the top three grossing movies this weekend 
Tom Holland's in two of them. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Uncharted and Spider-Man, number one and number three, respectively. Spider-Man's still in theaters? Apparently, wow. it made seven, went, 7. 7 somebody million. Somebody went to see Uncharted? About $44 million worth. Yeah, that that two things killed that movie for me. One, uh, Marky Mark. Marky two, Mark. Uh, Mark. Is the Funky Bunch That's anywhere one. in Uncharted? That's what I want to no, know. No, no, no. And two uh, is is the fact that um, in one of their TV spots, it says uh, they have like one of those quotes from one of the reviews, and it says "Indie Who?" question mark you know like indie who and i'm like get the fuck out of here how dare you how dare you i don't know on episode 74 of big kev's geek stuff in Uh september of 2007 you were not happy with the recently released title of the upcoming indiana jones in the kingdom of the crystal skull you weren't happy about it yep i was i was as usual prophetic (laughs) You also mentioned in that episode, I'm waiting because it, uh, you were talking about Thor casting. So it's like, oh, who's yeah? going to be Thor? So we haven't yet got to the point where you said Thor was going to kill the Marvel Universe. Are we Are we in the Just Mike era of episodes? That's got to be right around there. No, it's still uh, it's still Mr. Fantastic. Oh. and uh, But but the the rumor at this point, again in 2007, was that, uh, is, it, is it Brian McKidd? The guy from Rome and... He went on to like uh, Kevin McKidd. Kevin McKidd. He was like a yeah. rumor for for Thor, which obviously I think I think I suspect he would probably would have skewed too old. Yeah, and Kevin McKidd is not known for his comedy chops that I can recall. He was also in Train Spotting. Oh really? Oh wow, that would yeah. have been he a played. Long time ago. Um, he actually was with Obi Wan. Uh, uh, yes, with Obi Wan. Uh, he played. Um, who did he play in that? He played the, the he played the guy who just he didn't do drugs at all. He was like a health fanatic. Oh, he was the straight guy. Yeah, I mean, like and the... he like he just decided to try it once and he got AIDS. Oh, tearing a needle and died. Jesus, Tommy. See, I've never Tommy? seen Train Spotting because I'm not a big needles fan, so I just I just don't think I can handle yeah. the movie. You should see it anyway Ugh. though, because it's a good movie. I've always heard it's um, fantastic, but yeah, I don't think I could handle it. To- uh, I think it's Tommy. Yeah. Yeah, Tommy's the character's name, I'm pretty sure. And he was not in the sequel. I don't think. Was he like flashback in the sequel? Didn't he die? He said he did. He did. But that doesn't so (laughs) doesn't mean he can't be in a flashback or something. But I think he's the only one of them. I think Kevin McKidd was the I I don't think he was in there at all. There the was a sequel. sequel to Train Spotting, or did they? And it was that was really that was recent. By the way, we've talked about it on this show. I think Train Spotting two. Whatever it was called. Was it just Train Spotting 2? I don't remember. But it was, I think, one of the most brilliant sequels ever. Hmm. Like, it's almost a perfect sequel. And I do not say that all the time because there are not a lot of perfect sequels, but that one was really good. If you're a fan of Train Spotting, you've never seen the second one, you've you've done yourself a disservice because the character development, I mean, they actually play the sequel exactly the amount of time as in real life that has passed between the original movie and the sequel, whatever it is, 20 years, whatever it was. I mean, it wasn't 20, maybe it was 20. I don't remember. But the, the point is, is they play exactly that amount of time between the two movies. So, yeah. Now, now I got to say Terminator 2 Judgment Day is a perfect sequel. That's my opinion. I don't agree. 
No? You don't think Terminator 2 was as good as Terminator, if not better? It's it's not Terminator. The first Terminator was a B movie that happened to do really well mm-hmm. because it was well done and so on and so forth. I don't know. I I thought I thought I liked Terminator 2, but I didn't like it any more than I liked the first one. Hmm. I liked it better than every other one well, that yes. came out after <laughs> absolutely it. the peak of the terminator yes. series yeah the first two i think were the peak of the terminators and after, everything after that it's kind of like why you know yeah uh inclu- up to and including that fucking tv show the sarah Chrono- connor chronicles which was just so terrible right from the get-go um time jump really um so yeah i mean yeah so no, I think I, I don't I don't think it's a perfect sequel. It's a good sequel, but train spotting is a perfect sequel. Near enough, anyway. So Dom, what do you think is like a perfect sequel? I mean, that's not the easy answer of like Godfather. It doesn't 2. matter what you think. Sorry, I just wanted like, to I knew that it. one in there. I knew it. What am I gonna not just <laughs> I can't just stop the bit every time. I have to just let it happen sometimes. Right, sometimes. It's the same thing like the OG thing. All right. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna not let the bit happen? We we have all, we've spent we're on episodes was six seventy one, so we've had bits for that this for like five episodes. I can't just <laughs> not let it happen. We we six sixty six amount of just suffering and pain and no <laughs> no things, and now we have things. So yeah. we, you have to let it happen sometimes. Sorry for that little tangent. Uh, I had to admit it to myself. That's gonna happen no matter what I do. Right. So speaking speaking of sequels. Warner Brothers is being sued over the Matrix uh, Resurrection Resurrection, um, Resurrection. by Village Roadshow. So listen to this quote. Uh, The suit claims that Warner Brothers' actions were part of an effort by the studio to eviscerate the significant value of Village Roadshow's intellectual property in order to prop up HBO Max streaming services. It's all true. Character witness for, for for the prosecution, Mr. Big Kev. I mean, Ken, but... Is that something they can really win, though? Like, is it worth it to fight Warner Brothers for this? I mean, in in the same way that uh, uh, Black Widow fought about you know her movie, right? I mean that that she was supposed to get a cut of the box office, and then they put it straight to streaming, so it you know hurt the box office. Yeah. Or not? Did they go straight to streaming, or went to it too quickly? So again, I mean, I guess I can see their point. But because uh, there's another article down here that uh, that basically HBO Max is kind of nipping at the heels of uh, of Netflix, like the shows on HBO, people are really digging them. So yeah. I mean, hey, it's not TV; it's HBO, right? I keep hearing great things about Peacemaker, and I I keep meaning to sit down and just start watching it. I just haven't. Hundred percent worth it. Hundred percent worth it. It is. I've heard that it is well worth your time. I really enjoyed it. I I saw the I'm. I've, finished it right so i saw the finale and i mean again the character's a little goofy right i mean you know he's kind of but but john cena plays him you have to play a dorky character sincerely is the way i'm kind of you know what i mean like yeah you know he doesn't play it like tongue-in-cheek he plays it 100 percent straight and then that's what makes it work right and then um and the character vigilante is hilarious, and it, and it's good. I, I thought that the whole thing. I mean, again, James Gunn is just good at what he does, and uh, I really did. I enjoyed it a lot. So, and I'm mm-hmm. glad that there's going to be a season two. And you know, I could. I mean, it it and it didn't honestly. You know, there were little throwaway tie-ins to 
the the DC universe and all that, but it didn't matter. It was just it was just a good Even show. Mel didn't like it. Who? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, and I won't I won't blow the 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 big joke. You just there's a, there's some pretty good jokes right at the end of the, the finale that I won't blow, but they're great. So I, <laughs> I I really recommend Peacemaker if you haven't watched it yet. It's worth it's worth the what eight hours? I think it was eight episodes. And then there's that one show. What's it called with, with the Zendaya one? Oh, Euphoria. Like Euphoria. Yeah. I've everyone and their mother and their grandmother is apparently watching the show and loving it. Grandmothers should not watch the show. It is. Uh, well, I'm saying I I don't know anyone who's not watching it who isn't me. If Grandma is watching it, it would surprise me because it's a little. I uh, don't think she, she might be the other. Her and her and her partner might be the other two people along with me in the world who aren't watching it. Yeah, it's. I mean, again, it's tons of sex and drugs and everybody's life is terrible and it just keeps getting worse. I mean, that's euphoria, right? And yeah. But I mean, I watch it and I'm like, first of all, that's what, not what high school was like when I went to high school, you know, like 40 years ago, you know. But um, I really, I mean, it scares me to think that that's what it's like to be a teenager. You know, all the pressure of, the pressure of, you know, living on social media and... You wish it was only 40. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it, it's it, it. I like the show, um, but it is not like happy, right? It's a depressing, yeah, show. No um, one's jumping up and down. It's like, wow, high school looks so great when you watch Euphoria. Yeah, no, it does not. Season two is is pretty good. Season one ended with a very um, like I just felt like it was very full of itself. It had like a music montage that went on for like ten or fifteen minutes, and it was just I just didn't like the last. 20 minutes of the season one finale was so annoying. It just, uh, I don't know what's, what's the word. It's like full of itself, just ostentatious that I, it almost ruined the whole show for me. I was so angry going, come on, let's wrap this up. Let's finish this show. Um, by the time it ended, I was mad, but then season two has been pretty solid all the way through. I think mm-hmm. that, I think the season two finale is next week. So, so yeah, euphoria, not really in our okay. genre, other than the no, fact that it's I got Zendaya think- in it. Season two uh, is been over, Scott, for no, a couple of weeks. I had another episode. No, there's one more episode I watched because I just watched last night. There's one more to go. And it wasn't the one on the with, with her, like, um, that fever dreaming when she's in, like, a church. And wasn't that the end of season two? Well, that was the no, that, that fever dream that goes on forever with all the music. That's the end of season one. And, okay. and we're almost ready maybe, for the end of season I two. Maybe I went back and watched. Is that what I did? Maybe I went back and watched season one again. Yeah, I don't know. I'm confused, but now I got to watch it. Season two is ending with uh, the play. Um, the character Lexi, who is played by um, yeah, 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 daughter, she's putting on a play. That's the season two finale. It's a two parter. That's Maud. Maud. Yeah, Maud Apatow. Maud Apatow. All right. Well, um, Judd and. Judd Apatow and what's her name's daughter? Right, the one that's like in the movies, right? Yeah, she's yeah, she's in you know the uh, like this yeah, is forty and yeah, knocked all up. of them. Yeah, uh, what's the other one? Forty-year-old uh, virgin, mm-hmm. uh, Big Daddy, classics. Uh, I can't remember her name. Leslie. Leslie Mann. Man, that's yeah. it. Yeah. All right, so let's see. Did you see? So let's let's talk about one of the trailers that we didn't mention last week that was on during the Super Bowl. What did, you, did we talk about the Jurassic World or Jurassic 
world dominant dominion about it no we're not talking about that so the thing the only thing that stood out to me yeah great everybody's back you know we're gonna get the whole gang back you know putting the band back together all these dinosaurs were running through snow aren't they cold-blooded shouldn't they not Uh, be in snow well they've probably adapted because that's what we just do it's like oh they've adapted to live in the cold because in the first movie it's like we we made a new dinosaur and it's fucked up so i mean i imagine that they could just make dinosaurs it's like they could live anywhere they're dangerous you know one of those type things did bd wong's character get killed off or is he because he's been in all of them right i think he died i feel like he died in jurassic world but i don't remember i just know that he's been in all of them okay anyway any thoughts on, I definitely on the first Dominion? One. I definitely enjoyed the first one and then did not care about the second yeah, one. Yeah, I haven't I been haven't. I haven't really um, been invested in the series. I feel like I've seen them all, but I feel like I also Right, like like Sam was said, <laughs> the first one, I know the first one very well. And all of them after that I don't know that well. Yeah. I had not seen I had only seen like the first one when Jurassic World was getting ready to come out. And so we did like a uh like a binge watch, we watched all of the original Jurassic Park movies and then went and saw Jurassic World when it hit theaters. So that kind of got me into it. You know, I mean, like them or hate them, it was, it's, you know, you go through them all, then you have a little bit of an investment in it. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the right. new one. I'm sure it'll be fine. But I'm glad, you know, I'll be glad to see, uh, you know, Laura Dern, Sam Neill, and uh, what's his what's face? What's his name? Goldblum. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. You know, people always ask me, is it Jeff Goldblum or Jeff Goldblum? And I always say the same thing. Why are you speaking with me? <laughs> and uh, of course, uh, as you know, uh, it's uh, Gold Blum. Uh, I don't know if you've seen season, what is it, two or three of his show? The Disney, Disney Plus, Plus show? Yet. Yeah, I haven't got a chance that to watch it. That show is funny as hell. If you haven't seen that show, you are really missing out. I always get at least one solid laugh out loud out of that show. It's, every episode it's just a an, a 45 minute uh, apartments.com commercial i mean no i mean not exactly it's just it's just hey hey i'm weird jeff goldblum <laughs> and this is me uh, exploring ice cream and talking about how it affected my childhood and uh 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 today uh uh ice cream is uh much different that it's fucking brilliant you have to watch it i'll put it on my list oh let's see how about uh little uh casting news did you see that ray fisher is going to be in Zack snyder's new movie is he yeah it's called rebel moon uh so I guess that's uh, that's Zack Snyder doubling down on Ray Fisher versus uh, Joss Whedon, right? I mean, I guess. I, it's not, I, don't, I don't want the guy to not get an acting gig. I didn't think he was great at Cyborg, but, you know, maybe this will show he's got acting pro- chops to some degree. I don't want someone to lose their career over a movie. Yeah. Especially Justice League. <laughs> so and is this a new, is this a an original work? by uh zach snyder like it's not, is it based on anything i don't think so yeah i have to say on this whole ray fisher thing it's a new it's a new thing um he sucks <laughs> tell um, us what you think about it kev no and here's why because 
I I watch. I mean, and don't get me wrong. I only have Cyborg. I only have Justice League to go by. In fairness, I'm being fair because I haven't seen him in anything else. Because I don't know that he what, has he done something else. I'm not even aware. So. The point is in Justice League. So I'll put a finer point on it. In Justice League, he sucked. And what he said, what and when everybody was like, "Wow, that guy sucked," he was saying, "No, fuck you." It's the way that. Whedon cut the movie because he and I didn't get along or whatever his, whatever the position was. He fucking cut me out of the movie, whatever. Okay. Well then I saw the Snyder cut, which had much more of him sucking in it. So what's the excuse there? Like I've never, I've never pictured cyborg as that robotic. Now, that could be my perception, and my headcanon is going to be different than anyone else's headcanon. I thought he was a block of wood. I, I, I didn't like his performance at all. I didn't like the character. I didn't care. You know, at the end, at the end of the day, I, I, just, I just didn't care. So maybe Zack Snyder's throwing him a bone saying, well, come on, let's put you in this and see what happens. Because I can't honestly think of another thing that the guy's done. Can anyone tell me something he's done? I don't think he's done anything else. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know what I think the problem with him, too, in that movie? I feel like Cyborg wasn't the character we should have put in the Justice League. Like I feel like if we're going to have someone else be in the Justice League, it shouldn't have been Cyborg. And maybe that's just me, but like it could have been like, a Green Lantern, pick one of the 30 million they have, or just like something. I don't know. I, f- I feel like Cyborg wasn't the best because it feels like, you know, all the other characters like Flash is an important character. Aquaman is an important character. Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, the big three, like they're important. Cyborg doesn't have that same level of like, wow, it's Cyborg. It's like, oh, cool, there's Cyborg. You know what I mean? I feel like we talked about this on this program a million years ago before this movie came out. And I feel like what we talked about was the fact that trying to diversify and having cyborg, because that's what I feel about. Um, what was it called in the um, Scott, when you were in, I guess you were in graduate school <laughs> and they had action figures of DC characters power what was it it's not power of the force it's um superpowers the superpowers figures right they had a cyborg in that line and they had a and then cyborg kind of joined justice league i think right around that time maybe also he was one of the teen titans as well i think what we said was that in order to feel more diversified putting cyborg in may that may have been one of the decisions to put him in is because of that now that said i agree with sandwich i don't think cyborg's an important enough character to be in that first of all to be on that team at all second of all to be in a movie a full-length feature about that martian manhunter is clearly a better choice character wise he's clearly a better choice you know what they had martian manhunter better if they had Martian Manhunter in, who in his human form in the DC 
EU. I don't remember the comics, but he was portrayed by a, by a black actor. And I think that that was a, that would have that might have been a better way to handle that situation rather than having Cyborg, because I just don't think anyone gives a crap about Cyborg to begin with. I'll, I'll say this and though: Martian Manhunter opens up a way different sort of sphere of the DC universe for them to mess with. Yeah, but you can't have two aliens I mean, in the not, same movie. Not that anything, not that anything would have been messed with anyway, because the DCEU sucks. But uh, the DCCU, sorry, but anyway, Cyborg in Cyborg in Doom Patrol is good. I mean, I, I like the characters, different actor, right? And, and I I like the Doom Patrol version. He's a lot more. Um, I mean, he's, he's just not as serious, right? He's just, a, there's a little yeah. more. He's you know, a I think kid, it is too. which exactly. is what That's he, he's thing. more like, he's more like I've pictured Cyborg ever. One, two, he's more like the Titan Cyborg, the kid trying to figure things out than whatever the fuck Ray, Ray Stevens was playing. Fisher. Ray Fisher. Fisher. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Sticking with the the DCCU, I don't know. I mean, if Batman qualifies, but the the latest quote it from uh, from Robert Pattinson is that uh, the Batman is a sad movie about a weirdo. That's that's good marketing, right there. Well, so like that's probably in his mind true. A, a great. Why is he calling himself the weirdo? Uh, I mean, it's probably just like he's one of those actors. So you probably thought that was like really like. That was a really good line to say. Like he doesn't regret any of that point of any of that line. Like, yeah, that I should have said that. That was exactly. I don't think he should regret the line. I just think no, not regret. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. A... But I, what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is that I think you're, I think you're drawing a conclusion that may be unintentional, which is that he is referring to himself as the weirdo. A sad movie about a weirdo doesn't have to mean Batman. It could mean Paul Dano. I mean that makes sense then, but I mean, let's then, be you honest, know. and that and that makes that comment brilliant, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, and Look, pa- even Paul Dano's like Robert Pattinson. I don't want to like Robert Pattinson's Batman. I don't want to like them for a number of a hundred reasons. I don't want to like these things, but I'm telling you, the more I see, the more you know, sort of prep that they do and all that sort of jazz. The more that they do the more it looks like it's probably going to be a really, really amazing movie. You know, now I know I'm, I'm setting myself up there for big disappointment and it may come, but I'm at least saying, I think that it certainly is positioning itself to be better than we think thought it could be. He's kind of a weirdo as Bruce and a weirdo as Batman. I don't, I, I think, I think, if we ever quote. get clarity on that, I'll bet you a dollar that he is talking about Paul Dano. I'm literally reading the quote that he said. Yeah, the article says so it's, what, it's oh, Bruce. Oh. He's kind of a weirdo as Bruce and a weirdo as Batman. Oh, okay. Well, I take it back. He's in, yeah, he's just a, yeah. Although the, the other latest article. Score one sandwich. Yeah, there you go. There you go, sandwich. I owe you a buck. Um, Paul Dano, I guess he, he was saying that his character is so disturbing that, like, you know, it was hard for him. So, I mean, I the the, the Riddler, you know, Zodiac Riddler is going to be pretty out there, I think. Pretty point, pretty on point. Yeah. That's what the character should be. Yeah. In this day and age, that's what the character should be. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, move, moving on. Let's see. Let's go back to the MCU. Um, so it looks like the Illuminati is 
part of the multiverse of madness? Is that uh, that's the the general? I don't consensus? agree. You, okay, let's hear it. I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that they're gonna go that that kind of deep. And here's why: because unless they somehow say that the Illuminati was in charge of the time you know, the time police that were destroyed in Loki. You know, there were no allusions to that in in, in that show. I think if you were going to do the Illuminati, I feel like you needed to do them in at least a passing mention of some kind of group of people who are in charge of the time variance authority, the TVA. Isn't it TVA? Yes, TV. Um I think the time to do the time to even suggest them was then. That's what I think. I'm not saying they're not going to do it. I just think it would have been more impactful if they had done it. Uh, If they had at least alluded to it in the Loki show, it would make more sense. And then why do you think that? Because Professor because everyone thinks that's Professor X. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been confirmed to be Patrick. It's it's confirmed to be Patrick Stewart. Who confirmed it? We got it covered. <laughs> uh, screen rant. Patrick Stewart. Really? Is that who confirmed it? Yeah. Is that just as bad as we got it covered? I don't. I'm not sure. Screen rants got. I don't know that anyone has this right. I don't know. I mean, it seems yeah. too easy. You know what I mean? It seems too easy yeah. for it to be Patrick Stewart as Professor X. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just saying it seems too easy for it to be. Right. It was for me too with the Illuminati. Half the characters, like, so we have Iron Man dead, Black Panther hard to do, <laughs> uh, Namor not introduced, uh, Mister Fantastic be, not introduced. Uh, not by then though. Yeah, who who's not introduced? Namor, Namor, Mr. Fantastic, will be... and Namor. Yeah. Well, well, name we know Namor will be in Black Panther too. There's I know, no but Doctor Strange comes is. out in two months. He's probably the bad guy. I know, but I'm saying he's yeah. probably that doesn't mean you know that doesn't no, 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 mean I know, but I, I feel like him. I feel like for these characters it would make more sense to be like, oh, Namor, and then Namor in the Illuminati. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Like it feels backwards to me. Yeah, but you see, yeah, okay. I, I know where you're going with this sandwich, but let me just let me just put this out there and tell me what you think. Uh-huh. I don't think you introduce a new character and make and then make him one of the pillars of the universe. Which is what the Illuminati, which is basically what they're setting the Illuminati up to be. It's the same reason Reed Richards can't be an Illuminati in the MCU. Because they haven't even introduced that motherfucker yet. So how are we going to have, you know, how are we going to have an introduction to this character in the MCU? But we already know that he's a member of the Illuminati, which means he knows everything. That's effectively what these characters are. They know everything. They know there's all these different universes. And so we, on and we, so forth. We've introduced characters and make them important, but not give them their own spot. I Case in point, it. Black Widow, who got her movie two years ago, but was important. I, in yeah, Iron I, Man get, I get it. I get it. But I just don't I just don't see them. I don't see them rolling them out that way. You know what I mean? Which is why I think if they're going to do the Illuminati, it's not the Illuminati that we think. Let's okay. let's let's say that that's Patrick Stewart as Professor X. Let's say that's true, right? Uh-huh. I don't think 
I don't think they're going to do Namor. I don't think they're going to do Reed. And the other two are dead. What about, what about Black Bolt from Anson Mount's Black Bolt? What's that? What about Black Bolt played by Anson Mount? I mean, that's another one. Yeah. Because, well, we know there's never going to be another Inhumans anything ever. So that, that eliminates him. And then, I mean, unless they're going to, you know, the, unless the rumor is true, like that, we're going to see, uh, uh, the Tom Cruise, Tony Stark, and maybe he's the member of the Illuminati. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. I think it. I think you're getting into. I. 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 I said this. When did I say this? I, I mean, I think I said it before Avengers Endgame. We knew they were going back in time. I said this is going to fuck everything up. And I. And I said they need to. Marvel needs to tread really careful when it comes to time. And when it comes to the multiverse, and this is why, this is why what we're facing right now, I get it. There's a multiverse. I get it. They all exist in the same universe. That's great. That's amazing. I love that they did that, but they got to leave that door shut because if they start, I mean, it was fine in Spider-Man. They controlled it. They closed it. It's fine. Strange will clearly one assumes come out on top in his own movie maybe he'll come mm-hmm. out on top and he'll have maybe he'll fix the multiverse somehow that way or something and then we still have kang floating around waiting for him to show up in ant-man and the wasp three ant-man three so you know like i mean There's a lot of stuff that's happening here. And my concern is the same concern I had before Endgame, which was they can get total. This is a wormhole that they can go down and never come back out of. And that could that could cause things to suffer. Yeah. And that's what I said. I I think I, I feel like I reiterated that after Loki. I feel like I said, you know, look, Loki was great, but Loki just fucked up the Marvel Universe. And that was only part of the 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 time uh the the time and variance thing you know with kang floating around kang the conqueror kang uh floating around and and loose and god knows what he's gonna do and i do not think that he is gonna be defeated at the end of ant-man 3 i just don't think that's the case i don't think he's that level of a character i think he's a much higher level more of a thanos threat (laughs) yeah and so i i think there's gonna be they're going to have to, that team is going to have to, some team is going to have to come together to deal with that. You certainly don't think about Ant-Man and the Wasp defeating Kang by themselves. No. Yeah, he's, he's definitely a much higher level. Um, just on that note, on the Loki note, season two uh, starts filming soon, according to Owen Wilson, who is coming back for season two. So we'll be getting that soon enough. Um, hey, we're going to go back in and do more episodes of Loki. Wow. 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 Can, I, can I say, speaking of uh, the Disney Plus shows, me and my friends I play D&D with have been re-watching Daredevil recently. We're in season two right now. Well, good. That's not on Get Disney it out Plus. Of your system. That is a exactly. Netflix show, sir. But I think they're coming to Disney Plus. They're, they're not. Well, they're leaving, they're leaving so. Netflix No, they're going to go soon. to, I think they're going to go to Hulu. Yeah. I think that's the that's the general thought, just because they're a little too adult, too dark. Didn't they announce? Yeah, like, did they announce, or was it on We Got This Covered, like that Punisher is going to go to Hulu? I don't think it says officially where they're going. They just said that they're leaving 
they're leaving. Yeah, uh, you know, the, the, all the Defender shows are leaving you on know, March first. Let's let's talk about what really sucks, and that is that Netflix will not put out season three of Daredevil on on. So you can't even get season three. What do you mean? That uh, on physical media. Oh uh, yeah. Season three was never released. I don't think Defenders was released. So even if you want those things like to have, because they're there, I mean, obviously it's going to be gone from Netflix and we don't have a solid place where it's going to land. If it's going to land anywhere, it's just going to go away. Like that 70s show streaming nowhere, at least until that 80s show starts. 90s, the 90s show. No, it's 80s. 2010. Oh, is it 90s? The, the new one that's going to be on Netflix is that 90s show. Oh, it is? Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, that one. And I'm sure they're going to bring back 70s show uh, onto their platform. But the point is, is that they're just gone. You can yeah. buy seasons one and two on disc. I feel like you can buy Jessica Jones, maybe season one, possibly two. But they they didn't put them all out on physical media. And, and that sucks because I want Daredevil on physical media. I want it. I want to be able to have it. And I, I can't. And I don't know that I ever will, which means, you know what that means? Next time I go to a show, for yep, boot. that's right, Boot City. <laughs> I'll buy a boot of that in a hot second because I'd rather, and Defenders, because I'd rather have it than not have it. I'd rather have a boot of it than not have it at all, and that's an entirely real possibility of not having it at all. Just put it right yeah. next to your nice boot of uh, the Christmas special. And then there's a really beautiful of the Star Wars Christmas special bootleg on your shelf. Oh yeah, no, that I mean that at this point I I've had that as a, as a boot since it was a VHS. No, you want another good example of that though? Tr- uh, the Tron show from Disney, the animated one, Tron Uprising. And it's not on Disney Plus. No. Hmm. And it never came to physical media, and it's not on Disney Plus. Maybe they'll release it. When the new Tron movie comes out with Jared Leto, please shoot me in the face now. Um, that's one example, but there are a hundred examples. You know, none of uh, there. There's like cartoons from like the '60s that I fucking love that I have boots of because they'll never get released. <laughs> like, uh, like, um, uh, what was that one? Uh, the one where they they're in the ship and they shrink down really small. Fantastic! It's not fantastic. It's like Voyage. Fantastic Voyage, though. It's Is a cartoon, it Fantastic Voyage? It, but it's it's like it. I know, I know the one you're talking about. I can't remember. CMDF, Combined Miniature Defense Force. That's <laughs> what, that's how the episode started. Um, but I, I can't remember what it's. Maybe it's Fantastic Voyage. I don't know. Anyway, the point is, is that was a really great cartoon, and I have a boot of it because that's the only way I'm ever going to get it. I don't know that they released. They might have released Herculoids at some point, but that's another great cartoon that I want, you know, like I want that, uh, it, 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 you know, to be able to watch that again at some point. And if I don't have boots of these things because they've never been officially released, I'll never see them again. Yeah. So, and Daredevil, as anyone listening to this program knows, I'm a huge Daredevil fan. So, and I mean, it was so, it was so well done while we're on the Netflix, uh, discussion right so again yeah that 90s show that their cast is is has been announced also we we talked about uh the death of stand-up comedy and we talked about netflix and dave chappelle he's going to be doing four more specials for netflix nice i'm I'm dave chappelle 
So I am not racist. I'm Dave Chappelle. <laughs> I don't hate the gays. I'm Dave Chappelle. That, that, that was that was a, a little more Cosby than it was Dave Chappelle. I know. I know. I, I heard it. <laughs> I, I heard I heard pudding pop when you said that, but that's I'm, okay. I'm Dave Chappelle. Um, and then let's let's do one more streaming service, and then we'll we'll hold the rest of it for next time. Uh, Futurama. I mean, first of all, does anybody care that Futurama is coming back? Yeah. And, okay. And let me, but let me tell you why. Because I really enjoyed Futurama much more than The Simpsons. Eventually, because I found the Sim. I don't know. I just I fell out with The Simpsons, but Futurama I loved every episode. Oh, okay. Even and they brought that. They've already brought it back before, right? I mean, it's come. But like, like some four standalone times. stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. But so and now it's away, coming back, back to whom? Is it's, it coming back to Disney Plus? No, this is going to be on Hulu. Oh, and, and and the big controversy is that they have not yet signed uh, Bender, right? John uh, DiMaggio. Oh, he doesn't want to do it. Didn't I hear that? I I yeah. don't know that he doesn't want to do it. I think they already don't want to pay him enough. I think it's I think it's more a contract negotiation. He They'll, that's that's a tactic. They all do that. Yeah. They all, uh, what's his name? Who? Uh, shit. What's his name? Um, one of the members of um, Spinal Tap. Harry Shearer. Yeah. What wasn't oh, yeah, Mr. Shearer, Burns, right? Harry Shearer. Harry Shearer held out forever on a bunch of occasions with the Simpsons. On a bunch of like even to the point where they I, uh, if I remember correctly, I don't remember what season it was or seasons it was that they actually rewrote a couple episodes early in the season to not have characters that featured his voices because they hadn't finished the negotiation yet or right and i think they were even talking about like recasting because he does so many of those voices so many i mean he's essential i mean the five of them that are there are essential you know or six of them and you know like they need the six of them there everybody else is extraneous but the six of them they need did they recast mrs krabappel because i mean that that actress died in real life right did they recast I, or they just don't use Mr. I Krabappel? Think they, I think they did. Yeah, but that's a long time ago now, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it is. Again, I mean, so that's all I'm saying is I think that, yeah, if you're going to get everybody back, you want John DiMaggio to play yeah. Bender. But, like, I just – I didn't keep up with The Simpsons or Futurama or I tried to watch Disenchantment and it didn't didn't hold my interest. And, you know, so I'm like, I'm just it not – It was terrible. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> I don't think it's that big of a deal. But if they're going to do it, I can understand why – Fans would be mad if it was a different voice. But also, it's a sci-fi show and he's a robot. Oh, my voice box got broken and now it sounds like this. You know, they could explain that in two seconds. Oh, the, it's easily, they yeah, that they had to give him a new voice modulator or something and he can sound like Alan Tudyk. Right. And yeah. they could get Alan Tudyk. Or, or they it. could get a different actor every week and have it be... Yeah, that would be really of the funny. Week. Oh, my voice box is stuck who's on playing this. Bender? Who's playing Bender this week? Yeah. That would be funny. They'll never do it, but that would be really. Funny. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's. Uh, I think maybe we should uh, go to break and then come and back with, with that. We will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG episode six seventy one six seventy one. Uh, the one. What do we did we say? Shitting, not shitty. Are we allowed to call episodes that? I think we are. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Just put the asterisk where the eye goes. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait. No, you can't, right? I don't think you can do the asterisk. Doesn't that fuck it up? Yeah. We shouldn't call it that then. Let's call it uh, not Toy Fair. 
not Toy Fair. Ooh, there we lolly. Go. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff, TNG, directly by using our GVM line. 201-730-2547. Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right. Here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices. Like this. <clears throat> hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm comments. Oh! <clears throat> That's right. We want you to tell us what's hmm on your mind. What we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> So call us on the GVM line, 201-730-2547, and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> wow. Wow. What? Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Potter and Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Okay, here we go. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. What's up? This is Mikey T, host of the Failing Hollywood Podcast. I'm just a guy who plays with props behind the scenes. On our show, we have guests who also work behind the scenes, and we joke around, we drop names, we tell real on-set stories. We even play some film games, only on the Failing Hollywood Podcast, found wherever podcasts can be found. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step -step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. And now, another classic Geek Stuff ID. Hi, this is Kevin Eastman, co-creator of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and you're listening to me here on Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Yeah. Heroes in a half shell, turtle power. 
stuff tng live from the sandwich shop party productions in sunny southern california and big half winter studios it's geek stuff tng during our commercial break you're from our amazing sponsor buildxwing.com this model is in 118 scale making it the only fully scaled fully detailed x-wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter star wars action figures this x-wing features many amazing details like the proton torpedo bay working engine lights and a light-up r2d2 you can add your own boops bops and beeps the s foils open to attack position the lasers and cannons simulate firing and the engine lights power up all by remote control we recommend you take them up on their do-do-do-do-do-do premium offer. You get what 18 scale hangar accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members, and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, You'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or at shows or conventions, and I don't need to tell you, the price tag can be quite high. The genius of the system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. All right, so should we jump right into Toy Fair or do you want to talk about any other? Well, we just want to jump into, you know, what Toy Fair is and it is canceled. However... Uh, even though it's canceled, toy companies have taken it on their on their own, which they are wont to do, and release a new product. And we're going to talk about all of it right now. Okay, no, we're not. Hold on. It's going to take us two weeks because McFarlane isn't even going until this weekend. Fun bit of news. Wait, wait. Out of McFarlane. Wait, Scott, that light, that light on you is like intense. It's intense, but hold on. Coming Bef- from your right. Yeah, yeah, over there. Before we start, you got to let me do this. Geek stuff. Product reviews. All right. Now I mean, you can talk. Technically, it would be product previews. Product but previews. Okay. I'll go back and put a p in there right before. We can get, we can get the voice to do a new one. Sounds good. I actually touched base with the voice the other day and so hopefully things are going to start happening now all right i'll so make you a we, list are, are we going to adjust that light or can we have some unnatural light on you uh, instead hold on for god's sake no i know why I don't know. you for this, for this audio thing. podcast the lighting on scott really matters you yeah. know you know sandwich the patreons who are keeping this thing floating they deserve to have the video be the best that we can make it. So you shut your mouth or I'll come there and shut it for you. Ooh, is that because I do? It's because you what? I can't say it. Well, I'm doing the thing you do where it's like, oh no, I'm going to cover my mouth and pretend I'm saying a secret. It's coming sandwich. Yeah, I know. I'm so concerned. 
It's coming. So you get a car. It's coming. Yeah. You know, I have a nine to five now, so I can't just show up whenever you need me to. Thankfully, you don't work until nine. Yeah, no. So therefore, pick therefore me up you can no nope. pick me up at dawn is still an option. Nope. I refuse. Can't right refuse. refuse. You can't refuse. You can't refuse. Oh, but I can. But I can't. Oh, but oh, but you can't. You cannot. I do have this good news for you though on that front. I know this has nothing to do with Toy Fair. Uh Nork. Okay. Newark. Newark. Now direct flights to Nork. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that might help. That'll help a lot. <laughs> Possibly. I gotta look. Anyway. Toy Fair not happening. Oh, yeah, doing real show. The actual New York in physical, uh, in person, uh, people bumping up against each other, trying to get photos of stuff that'll be on the internet before they get the photos back to somewhere where they can upload them, uh, is canceled. So companies uh, have begun several days ago now have begun their their info dumps about uh, stuff that's coming out. We're going to talk about some of the stuff that was talked about. Uh, the end of last week over the weekend into literally today and then um, we'll talk more uh, next week uh, because we know we have McFarland. oh and then I started to say a bit of interesting news on McFarland. Uh, McFarlane uh, DC um, universe figures I can't remember what the line is called DC it's not DC multiverse what's that is it multiverse DC multiverse, whatever it is, outsold Marvel Legends. Yeah. For the year. Stick that in your pipe. Has blow. I do Just have saying. two DC figures in my room and not two Marvel Legends in my room. So Just saying. Now, I'm going to really put some of my uh, toy ignorance out here. Now, that McFarlane is the same McFarlane that created Spawn. That's the one. It's just, I mean, just same guy. So he's got a toy company and a comic. He's had a toy company yeah. for a very long time. Okay. There was a lot of criticism about his toy company because, I mean, honestly, they were plastic statues. And they were just terrible. However, they looked nice. The sculpting, the sculpting was great. Um, four Horsemen, who we know are amazing toy makers, they all started there. So, I mean, everything was really great except that they had... I mean, the articulation was useless because you couldn't really do much with them anyway. Now, of course, he has reinvented himself and he got the DC license from Mattel to do. Now, technically, these are supposed to be more like seven inch figures than six, um, which is the standard one twelfth is six inch. But these are closer to seven um, let's call it six and a half. So they're slightly larger in many cases, but you don't really care that much because you're displaying them with other DC pieces. You're not displaying them up against say Marvel legends. So, um, and the other criticisms, well, you know what, let's talk about those criticisms next week because he may solve some of those criticisms, uh, in the, in the interim, let's talk about the companies we know about. Let's talk about uh, Mez, Mezco, one of our favorites here on Geek Stuff TNG. Now, right before they started doing their reveals, they dropped the latest member of the Rumble Society. And uh, Sandwich, can you give us a little? I know you were fascinated by this one. Where did it go? I had it. Ooh, Atticus Doom. Atticus Doom. Atticus so Doom. another weirdo character. Yes. <laughs> from Mezco Rumble Society. 
What do you think? What's Give the Rumble Society? Can you uh, remind us about that? Rumble Society is Mezco's own IP of characters. And they're kind of sort of, they, they touch on that sort of uh, older aesthetic that Mez really likes. And we've had a bunch of characters, I mean, in, in the Rumble Society at this point. Um, Doc Nocturnal, uh, Baron Benz. Um, now we have Atticus Doom. We've had the Moss Sasquatch. We've had, um, you know, the, the, I think all the roaches are part of that group. I think the skull guys are the, part the of The Nemo, group. Captain Nemo that we were talking about last week or week before, that's not part of the Rumble Society? Is that, I me- think, that Mezco? I it is part of the Rumble Society. Or okay. Am I wrong? I think he, we, I, Sandwich and I were talking about that. I think, I think he is part of the Rumble Society, but I don't remember 100%. It doesn't matter to me anyway. It's still a cool figure and the crew and the whole thing that we talked about. So, um, yeah, so Atticus Doom. Yeah, didn't get him right out of the gate. I waitlisted him because I thought about it. And I went over and he was available and I was like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. And then I, I saw some of the glamour shots, as, as Sandwich calls them, uh, or the money shot, he said, of him floating with his legs folded. And I'm like, yes, I can see that as part of my display. And so, therefore, then I wanted him, and then he was waitlisted. So, I went on the waitlist. So, did they have additional reveals uh, for Toy Fair? I believe they did. Uh, it's somewhere out here. <laughs> yeah, day one, day two. Yeah, just... Pick a day and let's just roll through what they talk right. about. Um, they have 112 Robin, which everybody has been waiting for and clamoring for for years. This is the first time they're doing Robin. And of course, they're doing Damien. Yes. Which seems like a weird choice to do first. But okay, at least they're doing one. Yeah. What else? What else you got? They have a do quick hits on these. Something I haven't seen from Mezco at least a static Silent Hill to pyramid head statue. Yeah, so it's basically a plastic statue. They announced one for Conan to um, a couple of months ago. It's just kind of I just think it's an easy way to kind of get sort of a plastic statue out there uh, uh, for them. I don't really understand why they're doing this because I would much rather the development process continue to bring us more one twelves and, and other things, but eh, I, I don't know. I'm not Miz. A, a one twelve amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. So this is a Ditko Spider-Man does not have webbing under the arms, which seems to be one of the criticisms. And um, what else? Uh, you know, the suit looks good. He looks like a good figure. Uh, for a kind of a basic Ditko Spider-Man. They have him pictured with the Green Goblin, who I don't know why in these photos he doesn't really look that good. The Goblin, anyway. It, they mm-hmm. look Both of them look really Mego-ish to me. But, you know, it, it's, it's, it's probably hard to do them justice, um, you know, because we're used to different aesthetics now. So. And then we also have, last thing from day two, the Scooby-Doo and Mystery Inked. Mystery Inc. box set, that's from the five points line. So that's so. their five points of articulation. We've seen uh, we've seen these before, different things. Uh, there was the Fleischer Superman set, I think, was them. And I think, was it the Adams Family? I feel like might have been yes. another one. Um, I like the fact that they're doing it with Scooby-Doo. I think that's great. Um, 
I could, I, I mean, if, you know, if I could get Velma loose, that would be fine because, you know, Velma. Um, but there's one, there's one of the like bad guy characters that's like a, is he like a dead spaceman or something? Uh, I mean, I can't really figure out what the hell it's supposed to be. It's, I think it's at the top of the house. It has like a dome, like a plastic dome on him. Uh, yeah, that I think that of? is supposed, there's like a couple of villains they have in this yeah. thing. Yeah, one of those villain designs I really actually like. So if I saw it come up loose, maybe that one in Velma. Maybe. It's like a, it's like a, yeah, like a, a ghost astronaut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually really like that aesthetic to me. I really like. So if I was able to get that one, somebody will buy it and break it up. Yeah. And then day it. one, uh, staying with five points, back to the Silent Hill thing, uh, Red Pyramid thing. And Bubblehead Nurse box set. So another Silent Hill box set. Right. So more five points from Silent Hill, which I don't get. Is anyone is Silent Hill relevant? Because it feels like it's a hundred years ago. People like Silent Hill still. It still has appeal. Okay. I think Resident Evil is more like in the mind's eye right now because the game is more recent, but Silent Hill still has. I just want Hasbro to just talk about fucking Fortnite figures. <laughs> uh a creep show plush, which I mean. Of the creep, whatever. And back to the 112, we have G.I. Joe Snake Eyes in the 112. Yeah, so um, this follows up on, I feel like Destro might have been one that they did already. Yes. And they're they're continuing now to do more 112 uh, G.I. Joes. I think they announced Storm Shadow also, right? Not here. Or did they tease it? They might have Maybe it was the it. next day. I think they teased it. And then uh, as, as of me looking at this website right now, the last thing on here is the 112 Batman uh, Sparkle Bat 112. Yes, that was actually, I, I think that was a bit of a surprise was that that they had the movie figure right out of the gate. Um, looks really good, but, you know, it's hard to say because we don't know it on the movie yet. So yeah. I kind of um, like it. I'm not a huge fan of the head sculpt. Right. Because it kind of looks like, the mask on the on the head that's kind like of the piece. way it looks in the movie though no i know but i'm saying like the way they molded the piece it looks like it's all one thing we're like unless oh, i guess maybe I you take off the the head with the mask and put on the head Got without it. the mask you know what i mean yeah which is fine i'm just saying like i, I wish it was more because i know mezco can do it where they you take off fucking everything in a mezco piece it would have been nice but I whatever I don't, gonna, know if it was my nitpicking. I don't know if the Mezco reveals are done. I don't think they should. I don't, th- I don't think they are. I don't think, I don't think so either. But, but let's move on. Let's hit. Uh, let's talk about NECA, who announced so much turtle product <laughs> that even I had to sit up and take notice. So much turtle product from every turtle line they have. They announced a ton. Jesus. Uh, so they're going really deep now with the animated series uh, figures. Um, there was the, that fake turtle gang I saw was one. Um, uh, and their leader, I think his name is Smash. I mean, these are characters I vaguely remember from the cartoon, having watched it sort of out of the corner of my eye. Um Oh, I know what else was on Mezco. Speaking of turtles, they announced Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah, the four pack. One I saw that. Ninja Turtles. Four I pack. saw that on their Instagram. I did not see that on yeah. their website. That's my mistake. My apologies. Yeah, so that actually 
Now they look more like Eastman and Laird turtles, but they have the colored bandanas. So the popular theory is that it's entirely possible Mezco could release that set with all red bandanas. If they do, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. And I'm and and I'm in. I'm halfway in now and have been sort of uh, sort of tertiarily to the NECA uh eastman and laird or what they're referring to as the mirage line because mirage is the original publisher of the books so i'm halfway into that and then they go and announce fugitoid who is one of my favorite characters from the mirage era of books who's fugitoid i've never heard of that character you never heard of fugitoid no oh well you should it's a one shot but he appeared in the in the turtle books also oh, okay but i think he's come back a couple of times since i think i don't remember um and also one of the other characters i always forget her name i think it's areda something like that it's like a it would be too hard to describe go look it up so those are the oh <laughs> and then the last one is um you guys remember kang it was like that little alien inside the robot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it Krang? Well, Krang, sort of sorry, yeah. So Krang, so so the Krang's sort of beings, sort of race, they they all of them have robot bodies. And so they're releasing sort of like a generic Krang person. I forget where they're from, with a sort of generic robot body, which is great because that's like an army builder. So that's really cool. Um, and that also is part of the Mirage line. So that's really cool. Uh, and then um, more stuff in the um, more characters in the cartoon line. I would have to say here without getting uh, into characters that are sort of in the weeds in the sense that unless you are a really super fan of the cartoon, you probably don't know these. But I'll tell you one you do know. Usagi Yojimbo finally coming to this line finally coming to this line and he is going to have a ton of accessories multiple heads multiple hands weapons he's going to come in that sort of vhs packaging that they've been doing that is really retro and really cool and i know you never hear me say those two words together unless it's retro is not cool that's the only time that those two words get in a sentence from me but this actually i think this is going to be really cool Usagi Ojimbo, for those who don't know, this is a character that was that was incorporated into the Turtles line. I feel like Usagi was sort of a very young character at the time. Stan Sakai, who is the writer and artist of uh, Usagi Ojimbo, that book has been going on, I, I feel like, my entire life. Definitely not Scott's life. Definitely Sandwich's life. Uh, and... Um, it's about it's basically a, a samurai rabbit, you know, wandering through feudal rabbit Japan or feudal animal Japan kind of thing. It's really, really brilliant. And the integration of him into the turtles was really, really awesome. So he's kind of always been part of the the the, the turtles uh, universe. And now we're finally getting a figure based on his appearance in the animated series. So that is really cool. That was a great announcement. Even if you don't like turtles, if you are a, a fan of the Osagi book, this is one you're definitely going to want to get. So, um, Hold and on. also before, before and you finish up with games. turtles, let, let's reach out to our, uh, executive producer and turtles fan, 
Matt OG for comment. Oh, yes. Oh, Matt, comment? Ooda lolly. I thought that's what he would say. And uh, they also released a box set of the Turtles from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live action movie number two. And nobody cares. The secret of the so, ooze. Did, uh, does that include the ooze? Do you get the ooze the or do you get vanilla ice? Ooze. I think you get a busted container of ooze. I think something. I don't know. Um, I'm not that show, man. You got to go to the mother shows to get those details. I'm just like, this is what's coming. So, you know, in case you missed it, um, there was another significant turtle thing. And I have to say that I don't know. I feel like Sandwich and I have talked about this, but they're doing the last Ronin. Neck is doing the last Ronin. Playmates is doing the last Ronin. Playmates is doing the last Ronin as a PX exclusive, meaning previews, meaning specialty shops and uh, uh, and the like. And also, there is a black and white chase variant of the last Ronin uh, figure that I want. Yeah, and it is the Playmates <laughs> version. It is not the NECA version. NECA is actually putting out, I think they're putting out two different versions of the character. And I want both of those because Last Ronin is just brilliant. And so, yeah, so those are, those made my list. And then they announced also, or they teased rather, I should say, they teased Casey Jones from the Mirage line. They've never done a Mirage Casey Jones and so we're finally going to get a Mirage Casey Jones. So that also hit my radar because anyone knows knows that Casey Jones is my turtle focus. Because, you know, you got to have focus, right, Sandwich? Got to have yeah, focus. more wheelhouses. Yeah. Every line. So um, and they also announced um, Slash and Ray Filet from the Archie line. So for those that don't remember, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had an extensive a comic book line that was under the Archie banner where characters had different designs and things. And so NECA is uh, moving ahead with doing more Archie versions of the characters, Ray Filet and Slash both look really great. So lots of turtle stuff, more turtle stuff teased. Um, it seems like they are also going to do a turtle van, even though we have one coming from super seven, I'm pretty sure. Um, so I'm, yeah, a lot. Turtles are all over the, everybody is doing Ninja Turtle toys. Like I, I can literally, I can think of six companies that are now doing Ninja Turtles. So, so there you go. There's some, uh, Ninja Turtle update. Now, what else do we have other stuff that was listed from NECA? I know there was more gremlins stuff. I remember that. Gremlins two, um, the new batch. Is that what it was from? Oh, I don't know. This is oh, you said, you said NECA, right? Well, they're they're also not done with their announcements because they. I mean, There's unless they are done and they're not doing any Alien or Predator, which I would find hard to believe. They're, they're doing some Predator, doing some some Gremlins, some Predator, Defenders of Earth. Oh, the, the Defenders of the Earth season two, uh, or, or series two. I think it so. looks like a guy, like a magician. Yeah, so. Mandrake the and Magician. Then there's a Back to the Future. Yes, yeah, Mandrake. Yeah. So that was so these are of course based on now we talked about these because you know this is this is part of my wheelhouse. Season or series one was Flash Gordon. Shut up, sandwich. Flash Gordon, Ming, 
and Phantom were series one. Mandrake, whoever that other guy is, and I'm not sure who the third figure is. Does it say? Lothar. Lothar, yeah. Mandrake. And isn't there three of them? Um, just two. Uh, it was funny. I don't know what I'm looking at now because there's like 10 figures on the screen. Whoa. I, I got like two Phantoms, some Flash, some Ming. Is are it, you looking at boss fight? Is it Garax? No, I'm not. Garax, Lothar, and Mandrake are the three. Garax, yeah. Lothar, Mandrake? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Garax. Hmm. Interesting choice. And you know what I want to know? Where are the goddamn Thundar figures? Where are they? Why do we get Defenders of the Earth done awesomely in 6-inch and we still don't have modern versions of Thundar the Barbarian? There's about 85 characters they could do. Anyway. I'd settle for just uh, the three. Right, so let's Thundar, Ookla, and was it Princess Ariel? Princess Ariel and Ookla the Muck. Yeah. And they could do the horses and they could do Gemini and the other bad guys. Gemini is one of the coolest bad guy designs ever. My opinion. I'll have to look it up. It's been a long time since I've watched uh, some Thunder. Thunder, the barbarian. With his fabulous sun sword. 1994, man. That's that's what it, the, the, it's set. In the year 1994. Uh, something a like rogue planet comes between the earth and the moon. Between the earth and the moon. Yeah. Unleashing cosmic destruction. 2,000 years later, Earth is reborn. A strange world of savagery, super science, and super science. <laughs> you got it. What a great show. It was a great show. It was an, it was an amazing show. I'm pretty sure anyway. I'm pretty sure I tweeted from, from the show account the, an article about Thundar not that long ago. It was just kind of talking about how, how great it was and why it didn't, it, like the writers like went on to do some other things and it just didn't, you know, didn't get to go on. No toys. Yeah, that could be it. Fucking Black Star, which was a piece of shit show, was like it was like a male Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Uh, and meanwhile, that had like I mean, I had to be on for like two years, didn't it? Black Star, it's Black Star, right? Is that what I'm thinking? Of? Yeah, that, that it's like a sort familiar. of a He Man, <laughs> sort of a He Man. I don't want to confuse him with Brave Star. Which was the 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 bad space western, not to be confused with uh, uh, Galaxy Rangers, which was a good space western. So I don't want to I don't want to confuse those. Speaking of space westerns, I think I tweeted it from the show account. Also, this this guy was doing a TikTok, and in the background you hear the Serenity at the Firefly theme song and this guy's going oh man i tell you you know they're really getting it right over at, at on disney plus with the star wars you know this space western thing is so great i wish there was more of that and then it you know cuts yeah. to the other guy who's like he's got the uh the dinosaurs washes dinosaurs he's like yeah yeah i think that would be great and he's kind of crying i thought that was a good one we need more space yeah. westerns let's move on from uh from these things into boss fight studios I'm just trying to get the Boss Fight Studios at this point. So today, today, they announced the Wave 2 of their amazing Popeye line based on... Now, these are based on the comic strip, but they have its roots in the animation and so on and so forth. These are amazing, amazing, amazing figures if you've not seen them. I mean, they are... If you're a Popeye fan of any kind... 
there is something for everybody. Today they announced season season series two, which is the Sea Hag, uh, Wimpy, and Poop Deck Pappy, uh, which is Popeye's father. Um, and they also announced Popeye in the white sailor suit. So uh, yeah. A really great line. Boss fight's really killing it with these. And apparently they're going to continue doing them. I've been on the fence. I'll be honest with you. I've been on the fence about getting into this. I'm just not, I can't justify it because I'm just not that big of a Popeye fan. But boy, I was on the fence after the presentation today. I was like, Uh I know all these characters. These are really well done. And I decided instead to just meet in the middle. And what I did was I went over to Big Bad Toy Store. Uh, sandwich's favorite uh, toy store and i i pre-ordered the black and white popeye so it's basically popeye but all in black and white so why'd i do this well one because the figure's awesome two because i am a fan of those really old popeye cartoons the black and white ones in particular and so this kind of is enough representation for me of a cool line Really well done figure, black and white aesthetic, which I like, and it kind of hits enough points for me to justify it where I couldn't get there on the whole series. Are you going to create? This is not one where you're grabbing like one. Are this you... is one where you're like, I got to have all of these. I just want to know, is your display going to be the Popeye Batman crossover and you're going to have a Batman black and white with a Popeye black and white? I thought about maybe just displaying the Batman, the Popeye black and white with the Batman black and whites because I thought that would be funny. You know, I may still do that. And plus, uh, one of the guys over there at Boss Fight, I always forget his name. I feel bad. But he actually he actually said that he wants to do more black and white characters, which I'm in on, if that's the case, because, again, I like the aesthetic and I think I think it'll display really nicely. Yeah, yeah. maybe with the black and whites, maybe I'll have a black and white case. Just it's going to go great in my basement. <laughs> uh huh. So let's talk about uh, other things. <laughs> Boss fight. Um, did they announce wave? Oh, they did. They they they. I think they announced characters from Wave Two of Umbrella Academy. Uh, Pogo, um, Allison, and Five. Pogo, Allison, Five. Oh, and the the dead one. <laughs> they might forget so is That's it well. ben ben yeah ben so those are the ones that are going to be in series two now i have to say this again and i feel really bad about saying this but i'm going to say it i think that wave one looks terrible i'm looking at it again still bad i think they look terrible and i hate I hate being a negative voice on a property that I love from a company that I absolutely love. I love Boss Fight. Boss Fight is doing some of my favorite stuff out there. You know what? Boss Fight's doing one of Sandwich's favorite pieces from the last couple of years. Which one? Zorro. Oh, yeah. We're going to get to that in a minute. Um, I absolutely love Boss Fight. I absolutely love Umbrella Academy, the TV show, the book the whole thing i don't i don't like these toys at all and 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 every time i look at them it just makes me sad i mean look at vanya i mean just look at it i mean it just looks terrible 
And I don't know why. I mean, like, I, I, I mean, I do know why. I mean, I, I'm going to tell you why right now. Here's why. It's because they're four inch. And because they're four inch, they're limited as to the sort of the uh, face sculpting. You're not going to get a really great likeness at four inch, unfortunately. Not a great one. I mean, not if you're boss fight. Maybe if you're Hasbro. But you're not going to get a great likeness. And that's my problem. My problem is, is these should be six inch. These should be six inch. They should be articulated. They should get some facial technology in there. And that would work. But look at that Vanya. Look at I mean, that. None of, them, none of them look good. But Vanya especially just. Vanya really looks bad. Yeah. And what's his name? Uh, also looks bad. Close. Uh, well, all of them. But yeah, uh, um, Diego. Oh, okay. I mean, that's yeah. just. And and who's the other one? In there's there? there's Klaus, Vanya, Klaus. and look at Klaus. Klaus to me looks like they had to make his hands bigger in order to get the tattoos on his hands. And his head looks weird. And conversely, Diego's head looks small on the body with the mask on. And I I they just look terrible. And I feel really bad. So I don't know. I'm hoping somebody will do them in six inch but I doubt it at this point. I think it's a lost cause. But in any event, let's move on. Uh, they also announced, they announced the new property. Um, can anyone see what it's called? It's something in Spanish. It's a comic book that apparently is very popular, yet I um, nor anyone that I know has never heard of it. I'm trying to it's like La, La Miguerda or some, some. Where is, I'm trying to even find it. I can't even find it. Look on their like Facebook. Okay. Or something. I'll move on while you're looking that up. They still have other announcements to come this week because I don't think they talked about, they didn't, I don't think they talked about, they didn't talk about any more flash or phantom figures in the hero hacks line. They didn't talk about, um, I know they're announcing a new license tomorrow as well. Um, they're doing four inch figures of sideshows court of the dead, which is a property that I, I really just don't care much about. So they're doing that. And, uh, I feel like I'm forgetting something. Can't for life me think of what it is though. Um, but they will, they will do more announcements. So we'll, we will have more boss fight to talk about next week, but I'm holding out on, on the best one because, uh, well, I'm going to go into it, Sandwich. We can always cover it next week. Okay. So, uh, and the answer is Zorro. The Zorro line is continuing. And this year's, there's four figures this year. I know that uh, Scott is already looking to order two of them. So, um, and I can't say as I blame him. The first two, however, are from the Mask of Zorro. It's the Antonio Banderas Zorro, the Alejandro, and the Elena, which is um, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Zeta-Jones character. Yes. Now let's let's just throw it out there right now. They don't look like Catherine Zeta-Jones, and they don't look like Antonio Banderas. And the reason they don't is because they're in four inch, and they just can't. However, they still look great. They still are those characters and they look great. They don't look like twisted or misshapen or they don't have a six head instead of a four head. Uh, you know, like 
they are they look really good and as good and you know they come with the accessories and so on and so forth and since zorro is wholly owned all versions of zorro i believe are wholly owned by king features including the movies and the and tv shows and i think even the old disney stuff i'm pretty sure is is owned by them now too i think i'm not 100 percent on that that may be the only one they don't have access to but the point is is They've gone in and they have taken the best Zorro movie of all time and the other two figures for this year in the Zorro line from Boss Fight Studios. Drum roll, please. I don't think I have a drum roll in the mixer. Damn it. Damn it. So, and the answer is Zorro the Gay Blade, which has been <laughs> one of my favorite movies since it came out. And what you have is you're going to get a two-pack here, which is amazing. You're going to get Don Diego Vega and Bunny Wigglesworth in the final battle outfits from the climactic scene of the epic saga of Zorro the Gay Blade. So you're going to get uh, George Hamilton, who plays both roles. You're going to get him as Don Diego Vega in the uh, black suit. Uh, from the movie the black suit from that yeah very traditional Zorro right yes and then you're going to get Bunny Wigglesworth in the gold lame version of the Zorro suit that he wears in the climatic scene uh, at the end of the movie with with the bullwhip I loved that movie I watched it a million times on you know Showtime or whatever uh yeah, same. Was HBO. Available. It was and, on HBO every day. Yeah, it was like. always on. And I, I mean, I loved it. And also, that was where, like, the bullwhip, I thought, was a cool weapon. You know, the way that he used it. You know, you'd seen, you know, Indiana Jones, like, swing across with the whip. And then and then Zorro the Gay Blade. And I remember on our family trip that year, one of the stops that we made had, uh, you know, like, it was in the Southwest. And there was bullwhips for sale in the in the gift shop at whatever some place. So my parents let me get a whip and I had it and I practiced like marking a Z on the wall uh, on the, on the fence with it. I remember that very much. I loved that movie. Very, very good movie. And you're right. Good piece. $60 for the two pack. You said they're four inch. They're four inch. Oh yeah. boy. That seems expensive for a four inch two pack. Well, this is, this is the, this is the way of the world. Unfortunately, when you have an independent company, and they're doing these independent things. It's going to cost you a little bit more right now because of the world. Thank you, Vladimir Putin. We can blame Putin for everything now. <laughs> Just saying, we can. I mean, it could. By the time this um, so, episode comes well, out on Friday, it thing, could be though, World Scott, War Three. So, here's the thing, though, Scott. Let me let me put it to you this way: No one else is ever going to do these. True. I've waited. Uh, I don't even know, probably since you were in graduate school when the movie came out, I've been waiting for these toys. So there's no way I'm missing out. And Zorro is a huge uh, 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 focus of mine. All the pulp heroes, we know this. Anyone listens to this program? Zorro, Lone Ranger, Flash Gordon, Phantom, any of those guys, any of that aesthetic. It's why I like Rumble Society, bringing it back to that, some of Rumble Society. Um, it's that aesthetic that I really like. And yeah, there's no way I'm going to miss out on Zorro the Gay Blade figures. There's no way. And, you know, uh, I don't know. Do we have an unproduced George Hamilton ID? Oh, my goodness. Somewhere? I, have to, I have to look. I will see. Man, that'd be I hard to find. I think we do. Because I and we may have a George Hamilton interview 
somewhere. I don't know where that one is either, but you know, it's somewhere because I had the absolute pleasure of interviewing George Hamilton. And funny thing about that, it was at a chiller convention, which is, uh, uh, you know, those who know this program, wonderful, wonderful nostalgia convention. And also in attendance at that convention was a prop, uh, an actual prop collector who had one of, um, uh, one of George Hamilton's swords from the movie. Wow. And so I was there when they reunited George Hamilton with one of the swords that he actually used in the movie. That was really an amazing moment to be there as well. So I uh, got to chat with him. He signed my Zorro the Gay Blade one sheet, one of my prized possessions now because I love that movie so much. So yeah, uh, there it is. Zorro the Gay Blade and more Zorro to come, they keep saying. So um, yeah, so that's everything. Well, uh, no, we should say Hasbro uh, had a Marvel Legends uh, drop today, um, a live stream, Fan First Monday. They announced a retro carded Rhino, which everybody has been clamoring about forever. Looks really nice, I have to say. Um, and it's on that old retro 90s Spider-Man card that they've been doing those retro Spider-Man figures on. Looks really good. Um, and then they announced a, um, well, they said that they're going to be doing more with Disney Plus. What was the Disney Plus? They announced a Disney Plus. So, oh, they said that, uh, um, well, that Kate Bishop and Hawkeye would be in the Disney Plus wave along with, I'm imagining it's going to be Moon Knight and maybe some other, you know, characters in there. But did they announce, I can't remember if they said there that there was a Build-A-Figure and or something. It was something to do with what if. I don't remember what now. Oh, yeah, sorry. I, I, I just remember what it is. So the Build-A-Figure for the next, now I got it. The Build-A-Figure for the next Disney Plus wave is actually Ultron from the end of what uh what if oh. so it's ultron with the infinity stones he's got that huge lance thing that he fights with that's the build a figure and so far we know in the wave kate bishop and uh hawkeye i'm imagining moon knight and maybe possibly a couple of characters from moon knight will be in there possibly some maybe additional characters from what if that would make sense um, so we're, we're waiting to see as that gets revealed, but that has not been revealed yet. So, and then lastly, they did a, um, a brand new comic line, uh, and the characters include the Iron Man designed by Alex Ross and, uh, let's see who else, uh, Madam Hydra, um, U.S. agent, a new U.S. agent. Um, who else? Do any of you guys have it up? Can is is, is Madam Madam Hydra is Kate Bishop's mom? I mean, in the comics, not they didn't necessarily do that in the. No, wait, no, I've I got that wrong. So. I don't remember. Who's Madam Hydra? I just feel like she was one of the she. Well, they, the, they didn't the, call her that in right the MCU. Now, my issue with Madam Hydra, the picture they showed, she had that old style joint in the neck where it's just like a hinge joint and it's really obvious and it seems really weird in this day and age to be using that joint but we'll we'll address that later on who else is in that wave i feel like i'm I, well I'm, I'm clearly forgetting a bunch of people 
Oh, yeah, there was actually a really interesting two-pack. It's um now these are comic versions of of um uh Maria Hill and then you get parts in the box to swap so that you get Maria Hill or Quake. So people are going to be no doubt going to be buying at least two of those and then if you're clever, you can army build out more female members of Shield if you use that body. I thought it really interesting that they decided to do Quake uh, and Maria Hill uh, as a two. Well, well, it works. You know, the body swap is perfect. I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. Well, let me tell you. I'll tell you who the Build-A-Figure is, and then if somebody can open up and see who I've forgotten. The Build-A-Figure is Controller, which is really, really... I mean, they're starting to really hit some obscure big guys here at this point. Now, controller. I mean, you can uh, you can look him up and, and see who he is. He borrows a lot from Thanos in a lot of ways, but he looks really good. The build a figure looks really good. You got to give credit to Marvel Legends when they reuse stuff. It's smart reuse. It's not just like oh, well, we're gonna just paint it different and there it is. No, they're reusing things cleverly. They're they're making small changes and so on and so forth. Did anyone get that list up? Um, who did I miss? I mean, so I'm looking at the one Iron Man. One. There's an Iron Man, Madam Hydra, Madam Hydra, U.S. Agent, U.S. Agent, a Thor of some sort. Oh, that's the modern Thor with the with the crows or the ravens or whatever it is. That one I forgot. Yeah, yeah. modern Thor. Uh, I can't tell who the hell these people are right now. I might have named them all. Iron Man. USA, uh, Hydra, Thor, Speedball, Maria Hill, Blue Maria Hill, Tupac. What was the other one? Speedball. Speedball. That's one. Yeah, that one's been on people's list for a really long time. He looks really good, too. I mean, not, not a character I enjoy, um, per se. I don't really have a relationship with Speedball. Is that it, or is there another one? Blue Marvel? Did you say him? Oh, Blue Marvel. Another character I have no relationship with whatsoever. So... I don't know where that one came from, but there he is. Oh, and then let's let's talk about this. This was sort of the big disappointment for a lot of people is the 20th anniversary uh, line, the 20th yes. anniversary line of Marvel Legends. You know, the first wave consisted of Captain America in the old days, Captain America, Iron Man, and the Hulk. Yes. And the fourth figure was anyone? Anyone? Toad. Toad. Because they had already done Toad for an X-Men line. And so they decided, well, fuck it. We'll just stick him in here. Well, much to everyone's chagrin, they did not show Toad. And they made mention of it. They said, well, we're not ready to show you Toad yet. Well, what the hell has taken so long? (laughs) You know, like, I want to know why on earth we're not getting Toad. The other big expectation here that did not happen was a new mojo. And I have a feeling the next X-Men line that's going to be announced is going to be the Mojo verse. It's going to be Mojo. It's going to be all new versions of Mojo, Longshot. Uh, what's her name with the many arms? Um, I can't remember. Mojo. It's not Mojo. I can't remember her name. Uh, it's going to be those characters. And maybe we will finally get the box set of X-Babies. Or maybe they will finally include an ex-baby with each character uh, because that was the thing that they promised 
I don't even 15 years ago, whenever they, they talked about it last. Um, and so that did not happen today. Um, but everyone expected that it would, but yeah, that's, that's kind of it. And, you know, they did the usual teasing and, you know, we'll see you next month and la di da di da. So that was Marvel. And then I'm excited coming for the Hulk. Up, what's that? I'm excited for the Hulk because, you know, as someone who's a Hulk fan, I feel like Hulk toys kind of stink a little bit. So my only like problem, my only problem with the Hulk toys in Marvel legends is that if they're not build a, they're not big enough. Even yeah. that one that's coming out in the 20th anniversary is not the right. He's not the right size, which is why you either got to get a build a Hulk uh-huh. or you got to get diamond. Select. How, how big was the, the build a Joe fix it big. He was big, way bigger than a standard Marvel legends character. Yeah. Mm. And so <laughs> was the Mark Ruffalo Hulk from Endgame. So I need um, those two. I need this one at some point. And there's well, there's there's a few from Diamond Select also that are really yeah. good, and some are of them are, are MCU. I think one, mm. I think one is from Thor uh, Ragnarok. I think one is from Thor Ragnarok. I think it's, I can't remember if that's the one that I decided was better than the than the build a figure. I can't remember. Maybe the face was better. I don't know. But for uh, me, yeah. it's it's Hulk toys for me sometimes. They either look too like, like they try to do too many muscles for me. Yeah. Or like he's got a giant body and a tiny head. Yeah. Like I, I never find like a somehow that makes him seem bigger. He, he looks like number yeah. one from uh, Umbrella Academy. Yeah, basically. So like this one, yeah, he might not be too scale in theory for Marvel Legend, right? But he looks proportionate. I mean, to me, it seems like the Hulk's. Like the Hulk that's coming out for Marvel Legends seem more in scale with a four inch figure than six yeah, inch figure. Probably. That's that's the. I mean, if you look at that group shot, you know, like I mean, let's let's take the MCU as an example. Yeah. You look at the group shot of them standing together, and like Cap is at his chest. You know, he's a good two feet taller than Cap in MCU. And so the builder is appropriate because it, they get up that big. But yeah. doing like the uh, standard Marvel Legends straight release Hulk, if you're just doing them, you know, as just a sort of an in package, like a six inch figure, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what happened back in the day. You were getting Hulks that were like, they might be slightly taller, you know, millimeters taller obviously bulkier because they're the hulk but they just from height wise they never worked and that's why guys were grabbing even back then guys were grabbing you know they were doing those larger scale marvel legends at one point guys are grabbing those guys are grabbing diving and select because they were better scaled than the marvel legends ones so in any event in any event we're gonna have more toy fair coverage next week on this program and we'll talk about McFarlane and we'll talk about that line from boss fight that we don't know what the name of it is and uh and more so there you go there you go Scott get us the hell out of here so I can play Fortnite all right you've been waiting to play Fortnite we'll hear the wrap-up music starting in there and uh let's do the plugs uh you can find me your intrepid producer on uh the Instagrams and the Twitters at Pi Day Scott and uh, don't forget to like and follow the show on all the Facebooks, the Twitters, Instagrams. It is 
Geek Stuff, TNG, and all those places. Please interact with the show. Give us a ring if there was uh, some toys that uh, from Toy Fair that Kev forgot to talk about. Call us on the GVM line. 201-730-2547. Or you can Does send us an email. Mean unpaid? <laughs> it means wandering the earth, I think. Just kind of going in his own direction. Um, oh. Yeah. Like Kung Fu. Yeah. Well, I'm going to walk the earth. Um, let's see. You can also... Did I say... Give us a voicemail or Gmail email. Yes. Okay. Uh, yes, you plug the GVM. Line. All right, and then you can also uh, support the show over on the Patreon uh, in a number of different ways. I will uh, skip through that and say, uh, Mr. Sandwich, tell us how they can find you on the social medias. You can find me on Instagram at Fat Dumbledore. F A T D O M B L E D O R E. And where can they find you if they want to play Fortnite with you after the show? Um, I think it's. Also, Fat Dumbledore. It's about the same way. Yes, Mr. Kev, yes. our fearless leader. If he's on. If he's on. Just, it's not a guarantee. Just saying it. You can find me playing Fortnite after the show as Big Kev GS on the Xbox One network. And you can find uh, me everywhere else at BK Geek Stuff. I'm in the middle of doing something on my show, and I can hear the headphones off of you, guys. Here's your ears, kid. <laughs> oh, great. We get in the sandwich family values part of the show now. And we're back. Oh, I mean, you're just doing that. that... Shit. <laughs> uh, okay. So, Kev, you were saying? I said everything I'm saying. Oh, and with that, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 671, the one we called Not Toy Fair, uh, to a close, the way we end some shows by saying, Good night, Frank Pesci. Wherever you are. Who the fuck is Frank Pesci? <laughs> it's the guy from Sandlot. Oh. <laughs> and on that note, we cue the music. Just a wee little lad full of health and joy My father homeward came one night and gave to me a toy A wonder to behold it was with many colors bright And the moment I laid eyes on it, it became my heart's delight It went zip when it moved and bop when it stopped And whirr when it stood still I never knew just what it was, and I guess I never will. The first time that I picked it up, I had a big surprise. Cause right on the bottom were two big buttons that looked like big green eyes. I first pushed one, and then the other, then I twisted its lid. And when I set it down again, here is what it is. Then marched under a chair And when I looked where it had 
this toy would be chugging When it moved and when it stopped then When it stood still I never knew just what it was And I guess I never Quickly it seems I have my own little boy And yesterday I gave to him My marvelous little toy His eyes nearly popped right out of his head And he gave a squeal of glee Neither one of us knows just what it is But he loves it just like me It still goes zip when it moves and pop when it stops and whirr when it stands still I never knew just what it was and I guess I never will All right, hey, all right, good job guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. <laughs>